0: Have you ever wanted to play in a campaign similar to the Knocked Prone Dead season where you are in a realm filled with spirits? If yes, then I have the perfect product for you. Explore the realm beyond the veil with The Book of Spirits, an ethereal 5e supplement on Kickstarter now. This supplement is inspired by legendary titles like Dragon Age and Stormlight Archive. The Book of Spirits is a source book that expands your world with a new realm of magic. With over 50 spirit creatures, seven brand new subclasses, an entirely new class, and tons of encounters and resources for you to run a game in the spirit realm. Follow the link in the episode description where you can find this 200 plus page book with illustrated encounter maps, incredibly detailed miniatures, and an entire original soundtrack to immerse your players in this mystical adventure. Back the Book of Spirits today on Kickstarter Knocked Prone is a clean, chaotic, and deep podcast for D&D nerds. Find more ways to support our podcast in the episode description. Last time on Knocked Prone.
2: You promised us more than just credits, Avani. What would
0: you like to know, Zag? Where is my brother, Thorn? In the sewers that you were just in.
3: The most important thing to me right now is finding my mother. Ascended Corp has assigned
0: your team to Brigaroon City. That's where I live. There are three people who work in these mithril mines that are spies. Working with the Cult
4: of the Skull. While we were down in the sewers, I heard something about funding being pulled from the punch bowl. Should we go back to Inferior to talk? What do you guys think?
5: I think that's a good idea. I'm hoping we'll feel a little more at peace there.
4: I never really knew my mother either.
5: You want me to
3: tell you what having a mom is like? Yes, please. You don't know at all?
4: She died
0: when I was very young. A single crystal rune in the corner of each of the rooms.
5: We're clearly being watched everywhere we go. We have to be careful no matter what we're doing. I think we should go down to the sewer. I think we need to head that way. Do you work for Ascended Corp?
4: I am programmed by other people other than inferior. These warforged must
0: have malfunctioned. Get this door open immediately. Now, we don't have a lot of time. I
2: knew you were good.
0: I'm just trying to figure out why it was enough to try and have you killed.
2: Why would they want us dead?
5: Well, before we give you any information that might be useful, I think you need to answer our questions first.
2: Obviously. Ask away.
1: Whether you're a happy a giant or somewhere in between, On the table with your friends,
5: playing Dungeons and Dragons, and if life ever knocks you down, your dice will surely turn around. Boys, it's time to quest. Let's put your characters to the test.
0: My name is Cade, the host and dungeon master of this Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition adventure, and I'm joined here by the players
2: to my left. Alec playing Zag, Mason playing Grom
3: Marissa playing Ephemia. And Brooklyn
0: playing Celine. We're going to go back a little bit in time. We're going to go back to when we were in inferior. And everyone was kind of trying things out to make these rune crystal cameras stop functioning on them. You all are now level 4? And with that, Zag, you took some different spells, I believe, and so you guys are currently in the room. The alarm is going off.
3: Warning, warning, warning.
2: So Zag is looking at um, the rune crystal up in the corner of the room, and he's he's just trying to decide what he could possibly do. He knows he has a lot of magic that he hasn't really been able to tap into yet, and he's going to you know look at his amulet around his neck and, and just kind of hold it in his fist and close his eyes and hold his hand out at the rune crystal up in the corner of the room and just hope that he can make something happen that can can help them in that moment because he's not really sure what type of powers he has at this point. And as he's doing that, a shadow kind of comes over him, his skin kind of darkens, and you're gonna all of a sudden see Zag start to freak out and freak out. He will have casted the silence spell for the first time on himself. By mistake and he's gonna run up to Grom and he's gonna be shaking his hands and he's gonna be wiggling his head back and forth and trying to talk and no sound will come out and he's just freaking out at Grom and grabbing him. Grom will react by mouthing the words
4: what's wrong but nothing comes out because silence would be a 20-foot radius to cover us all right yep and then he'd look weird and he'd start like pointing to his mouth and like Mouthing different stuff before starting to freak out as well, and immediately like waving to try to get one of the girls' attentions, and then <laughs> sh-
2: <laughs> <laughs> just point, point into the mouth, point into the ears. Can't hear, can't hear anything. I just, want to, I just want to really emphasize that Zag's hands are doing what I'm doing here in the studio here. My hands are just waving back and forth. I'm just trembling and shaking in fear, just terrified of what what Zag has done.
4: That's when we all rush out of the room and head down for Sparkle.
5: We're, we start yelling at each other. No one can hear anyone. We're just... That's what
0: was that? <laughs> and you guys head down, you make it all the way through the tunnel that Sparkel provided you and now we are going to join you with war who just asked each of you to pull up a stool so he can explain to you kind of what's going on and you can ask your questions to him if you have any questions
4: i'll just sit down
2: i feel like zag's just listening intently hands on his hands on his chin ready to hear what he has to say
5: i'm standing arms folded waiting to hear something helpful
3: for us. Same for Ephemia. Just kind of looking over at Selene, hoping she knows what's going on because Ephemia's a little lost here.
4: (laughs) Did you find what you were looking for back at the site where you killed the zombies? Things were not right. They were talking about shutting down the punch bowl. So no, that wasn't what I was looking for. (laughs) (laughs) I can help you with that later.
0: But for right now, I want to... Ascended Corp is not a good company. Ascended Corp is not who you should be working for. You should be working with me in the Veiled Grin.
3: And what does that give us? Ephemia says as she's kind of like trying to figure out again what's going on.
0: Well, for you specifically, Ephemia, Ascended Corp is working with the Cult of the Skull to help bring about Orcus. And no.
4: I'm confused. Isn't Orcus bad? And I'll look to... Um, Ephemia.
3: Ephemia kind of sits up a little bit. Yeah, I I don't really understand why they would want to bring Orcus back, and why would you say they're, they're trying to work for that? And she looks back at War. My guess is they
0: have some dealings with Orcus. Why else would they do something so radical, so crazy? They're not a good company. They're not good people. I don't know what their intention is, but all I know is they've been doing shady business. Why else do you think I had to make a scene in Ethos Summit for somebody to pay attention?
5: You know, it seems like you give a lot of really vague information, lots of really punchy one-liners, but I still don't know why we should trust you. Yeah, so we saw something sketchy down in the sewers, but there could have been lots of explanations. I think we were all just a little bit too scared to find out. I'm a little confused. Did you say
4: the Veiled Grin is working with the Cult of the Skull or Ascended Corpus? Ascended Corp. Because Ascended Corp paid us to take them out. So I don't know if Believe that. Ascended Corp
0: paid you to die. Ascended Corp assumed that you would go down and fight these cultists, zombies, and you would die.
2: Why would they want to hurt us?
5: And how do you know all of this? And that's offensive. We clearly were fine.
0: Yeah, I was paid to be alive. Don't be (laughs) offended at me, be offended at Ascended Corp.
5: You're not actually explaining anything. Ask away. I'm an open book. So let's say we believe you. Then what? What do you want from us?
0: The Veiled Grin has been working against Ascended Corp and taking down the corporation and making things better for the people of Greyhaven, even though they don't know that things are bad. But we need a man on the inside, or specifically four people on the inside, to help us sabotage parts of Ascended Corp's operations so that we can actually make some distance and cover some ground. Currently... We're just a flash in the pan. Nobody even knows of the Veiled Grin, partially because we don't want them to know about us, but also because we haven't made enough of a difference to make substantial news. And we want you to be our news. As far as why they're working to get Orcus back, we believe that Orcus has some deal with them. We believe that they are benefiting from the bringing back of Orcus, just like how they are benefiting from the turtles being killed in South Turtleport. I'm afraid that a company like Ascended Corp has enough money, power, resources to influence a very just people like the Azamar Well, they have the power and influence to affect anyone. When the people of Ethos Summit, who were in charge of protecting the people of South Turtleport, made a fuss about it to the leaders of Ascended Corp. What did Ascended Corp do but pay hush money to Ethos Summit in order for them not to help South Turtleport? And my people are getting picked off one by one to extinction. We're almost extinct.
2: Is this true, Selene?
5: I don't have any information about this. I'm going to turn to War and say, give us a moment. And I'm going to like huddle everyone in the corner of the room we're in to, to chat for a second.
1: What's
2: a veiled
4: grin? <laughs> <laughs>
5: um, it's the
2: z- name of the zoo, Grom. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
5: that's a question for War. Um, anyway, here's what I think. War wants us to team up with the Veiled Grin to go undercover with Ascended Corp. I think part of the problem is that I don't really think that they trust us either. But I do think that if we are able to go along with War's plan, even just for a little while, without hurting anyone or doing anything drastic, we might be able to find more clues for whose side we should actually be on.
3: I'm starting to wonder if we're just pawns in everyone's
2: game at this point. That's kind of what I was thinking.
5: Definitely feels that way, but... I need this information. This, this is what I'm looking for.
2: Do you trust him enough to, to ally with him? To try and side with him, even just temporarily?
5: But
3: what if Ascendant decides to do something with the information they already have? I mean, in the sense of, I'm I'm looking for my mom and they know where she is.
5: I have no way to protect her if something happens. Well, that's all the more reason to pretend like we're siding with them. To try to gain trust as best we can. I don't trust war, but if we can go along with this without doing anything too crazy, we might be able to play both sides.
2: And something's obviously wrong with the Ascended Corp. All those runes, those crystals, spying on us.
3: I don't trust anyone in these situations, but I think our best bet is what Celine suggested in playing both sides. But Grom? Didn't
2: the
4: turtle hurt your people or something?
5: He did. He hurt a lot of people. But... None of it's ever made sense, and that's, that's why I came down here. That's why I traveled all the way to Greyhaven, where I'm not even welcome. I just have a feeling there's more to the story, and even though I don't trust War, and clearly he's a violent being, I just feel like it's going to take some effort to get the information I'm looking for.
2: Zag's going to go put his arm, his hand on Celine's shoulder and say, I don't trust War, but I do trust you. If that's what you think we should do, I'm with you.
4: As long as we don't have to like... As long as I don't have to really quit Ascended Corp at the moment, <laughs> I think I think we should be gonna okay. have
0: the lanyard. Yeah. I'm three years so crit- yeah. from retirement. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, Zag's gonna start realizing that Veiled Grin didn't really give him a tote full of merch right. on the way in, and he's not he's starting to lean towards the Ascended Corp side, but anyway, he's right. gonna, he's gonna right. go with
5: it. I like whip back around from our little huddle
2: which is probably audible to
4: no, everyone no, like we were not talking any quiet yeah.
0: you are
2: in no. a shed you are in a shed okay
0: okay you were standing like 20 feet Raycon away from us watching the, us huddle. we
5: went outside okay we went outside or in the corner just like awkwardly rubbing said. his arm we would love to hear more details on what you would want us to do next Although this is all really new information to us, clearly something's going on. And I hate to say it, but you seem more trustworthy than Ascended Corp. And then I'm going to like hurry and turn to Zag and Grom and like give them a wink, like as subtly as I can, hoping that they don't try to like say something stupid. (laughs) Zag
2: will wink back, but he doesn't know how to wink. So it's going to be a two, it's just going to be a blink. Both eyes. Really drastic. Just like dramatic. And a smile, like I know what you mean.
3: Phoebe sees what Zag did and just face palms herself.
4: Not to worry, we completely trust you, even though you've hurt us directly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll nod towards him and then go and give like a very obvious wink back to. Uh...
2: Zag wants to give Grom one of those brother like the man handshakes arms on the forearms and give him a quick shake like subtly like we just nailed that. (laughs) Good, good. And then we're listening. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: War watches this whole encounter goes down and like puts his claws between his nose and shakes his head a little bit like he's trying to fight a headache and then he says (laughs) I think that things are going to be good and I think laying low will seem more suspicious than just going at this head on. Ascended Corp doesn't know why. You were all in Inferior, and they obviously overheard something you were saying, and that's why they sent some guards to go capture you. And luckily, Sparkell, our man on the inside currently, was able to barricade off the Inferior and get you here before anything bad were to happen to you. However, we have shown our cards now a little bit more than I would have liked to. Unfortunately, with us showing that Sparkell is on our side and taking her and her database off of the grid, systems around the city will be down. There will be riots in the streets, chaos, but maybe this is the chaos we need for change.
4: So, what now? Do we go back to Inferior won't they be suspicious it was bought off?
0: I think that your best bet would be to go back to Ascended Corp and act like nothing ever happened. They've been known to sweep things like this underneath the rug And hopefully you seem like small potatoes enough to them That they are not going to make a fuss about anything
3: Um, quick question Where's Sparkle at this moment?
0: Sparkle's with you She's just kind of standing idly by Okay, thank Waiting you. for instruction
5: Is there anything else you think we could do to help gain trust of Ascended Corp?
0: I mean, working with them will be wonders They trust their employees They say they trusted
5: Wait Clearly they don't trust us. They already tried to kill us. Yeah, and they had
3: that robot over there following us and listening in, but apparently she was also sending it to you, so.
2: Wait a second. The karaoke decks, do you think they've been spying on us? Hello. Oh. What do we have to do, oh. we have to sing? We have to sing? I got a feeling. <laughs> Ooh. Hello, Zag. Nice to see you. Are you spying on us for Ascended Corp? redacted redacted i think that means no okay just making um, sure
3: okay you too i don't think that means what it you think it means would we have to ditch the phones or keep the phones i'm very confused
2: i guess we'd probably have to keep them if we're gonna stay undercover
3: but how are we going to communicate with each other
2: <sighs> do you yes. remember what happened at inferior when it made all of us quiet and we couldn't talk and we couldn't hear each other
3: Where are you going with this? Because I would rather not remember that. I think
2: with a little bit more time, I can learn how to use that to our advantage.
3: Give me me time. Her hand on his forearm and just be like, okay, but could you not use us as your test dummies next time?
2: Agreed. Okay, fine.
1: I definitely know how to use it. Oh, no. How powerful
0: Whatever you can do to make yourselves less suspicious with Ascended Corp Wonderful, gain their trust, and honestly, I think the best best thing for you to do, instead of laying low, like I'm sure that they're hoping that you will, I think it's best to live as loud as you can, make a scene, make people know who you are, and that way Ascended Corp can't sweep you under the rug because it would make too much press. I don't know if you know, but the, the Seder Press already has plenty of tabloids running about the four of you.
4: You're making waves.
3: But does anyone actually trust the Seder Press any more than they could throw oh, yes, the writer?
4: They are the main source of reliable information
3: yeah. around Is here. Is that where you get all of your news, buddy? Yeah, yes, yes. How'd you that, know? that makes a lot of
5: sense <laughs> now.
0: They're not quite reliable yet, but we're working on it.
5: So it sounds like the more we become public figures, the more protected we are. I think that's really good advice. The more people who know who we are and the kind of people that we are, the more people that we'll have watching us, the more people we have that know us, and I feel like we'll be a little bit more protected by just, they can't just kill us all off at once, it'd be too suspicious. Grom, when's your next fight?
2: I don't think I have one. Grom! You're gonna see Zack just like smack Grom on the arm. Your next fight, is in a week. A week? One week.
5: That's perfect. We'll we'll market it. We'll let people know.
4: And when we were leaving Ascended Corp, I threw some darkness at the moon elf. I told her that if she stopped funding my fights, that I would tell her secret.
3: Ephemia just kind of pinches the bridge of her nose and is shaking it while kind of like just looking between Celine and Grom and just like hold up so the way you're talking you're thinking that we should put our names out there but wouldn't that also be potentially putting a target on our backs
2: that might cause some issues with the uh, the mercenaries in town as well
3: yeah and it might cause some
2: issues with me and the orcus's followers maybe we just use Grom's face Grom is the leader of our party.
5: Yeah, we'll make powerful friends. We'll we'll find ways to protect ourselves that isn't just through sheer strength.
4: I'm obviously the most sensible of us all, so I do think that this is a good plan.
3: Uh, yeah, Grom, I don't I don't think you understand how much I don't actually take the, that for granted. But I I guess do we have much of a choice here?
2: Where where are we going next? Well, actually,
0: Grom, before you head out i have a surprise for you so we heard that ascended corp pulled their funding from the punch bowl
4: no 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 i worked that out with (laughs)
0: my girlfriend
4: the the, the elf lady yeah everything should be fine but thank you for your concern
0: well avani mech has been known to have multiple faces about these sort of things in order to make sure that the punch bowl wouldn't Go swept under the rug, and with it your name. We talked to the local animal shelter here. In fact, the one we're sitting in right now, we talked to its owner, Gilliam, and he said that he would sponsor any money that Ascended Corp was putting to use towards the punch bowl in order to keep it going, but for a price. uh,
4: But I don't have much money myself, Um, so uh, I can put in 1,200 a large bag of Madland credits, and I'll just hold up like... Giant
0: The wonderful thing about Gilliam's plan
4: is that he doesn't need any of your money. You said there was a price.
0: There is a price, but it's not a money price. So Gilliam runs this here animal shelter and there's a list of unsavory pets that have gone unadopted for a long time. And so Gilliam was hoping that every fighter in the punch bowl would adopt a pet in order for him to be a sponsor. They could use them as like a mascot for their team and so he has a list of animals that you could choose from and that is basically your entry into the punch bowl is to adopt one of these
4: pets another gift okay
3: wait so the gift is us suddenly becoming a foster home for pets that nobody else wants
0: just a single pet there's 10 in total but there are also 10 fighters in the punch bowl tournament and so every single fighter adopts one animal and keeps
4: it as their team's mascot.
3: How are we supposed to convince them to take on a mascot?
2: Sign the deal, Grom. I've always Hello, wanted a pet. It
4: instead of Ascended Corp. So maybe it'll be like Ascended Corp's gift basket, except an animal that, that
2: you have to feed and take care of forever. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) All right.
3: uh, I will leave it to you two to to get that finalized job done.
0: I promise. We're
5: not not responsible for getting rid of all the animals, right?
0: No, no. Gilliam's been in contact with each of the other fighting teams, and it seems that everyone's on board. They'd rather work with us than for the punch bowl to be canceled. What do you have? I don't know what he has. You can talk to Gilliam. He's over there. A wood elf man kind of just hunched over this small counter with paperwork He's scrawling on very hurriedly. Thank
4: you very much. It's been a mixed bag meeting you, and I'll I'll walk away. Mm -hmm. You as
0: well. And he, like, nods and, like, again, puts his turtle claws between his eyes.
2: Do we just give everybody headaches? Yeah, I guess
0: so. (laughs) 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 So you walk over, and you see this older man, Gilliam, and he looks up at you. He has, like, very bronzed skin and pointed ears like a normal wood elf would, and he says...
4: Hello. Hello. Um, I've been informed that you have um, an animal for me.
0: Yes. A mascot. Yes. Are you one of the ten fighters?
4: I believe I am.
0: Well, you are in luck, sir, because none of the other ten fighters have come to pick up a pet yet. They've all agreed. However you were the first to show up. And You're so you have a thing, aren't you? I am very, very chipper. I'm very, very <laughs> old. And his skin is very, very crepey. And his like limbs are very, very frail and small. And you could just basically see bone on this person. But he holds up a list of 10 pets. And he says, which pet do you prefer? And you see on the list, they're all baby animals. You see a beholder eyeling, a blink puppy, a cerebus puppy, a dragon turtleette, an owlbear cub, a phase kitten, a unicorn foal, a pseudo dragon wormling, and a living spell. As he's looking these over, he says, now I don't want you to just make a choice based off their names. These each have a different rearing difficulty, which will make them more or less effective in battle, different intelligence ratings that will make them harder or easier to train, as well as some of them are particularly dangerous. And could even try and kill their owner they each require a different amount of badland credits per day of food and care that you would need to give them and so when considering all these things make sure that you are making the right decision for what you can do
4: all right me as a player wants to get the beholder eye because i think that would just be chaos well i know that I'm typically called stupid fairly often. So maybe if I get something really smart, then he would be able to do the thinking for us and everything would be solved. I think Grom would be most drawn towards either the Owlbear Cub, the Blink Puppy, or the Cerberus Puppy.
3: Question, can we see where these animals are from where we're at? Are they, like, in cages in front of us? So they're in
0: a back room. You can request to go and meet them before, like, adopting, if
4: you'd like. I want to meet... The two puppies, the albert cub, and the eye Okay.
3: And Ephemia's just going to raise her hand and be like, can I come see the puppies too? <laughs> well,
4: of course, you're all welcome. If you like one of them more than the others, you're welcome to contribute. But I'd also like some help with the, the creature itself, as I'm only familiar with dogs and bears. Uh,
3: okay. <laughs> uh, I was just hoping to pet it. So you
0: go into the back. Which one are you going to see first? I'll see the eye You go to the beholder's cage and outside of the beholder's cage you notice that is like well reinforced with iron slats and on the top of the cage there is a sign that is written in red that says extremely dangerous do not open under any circumstances and then gilliam follows you back and puts a special key into the idling cage and turns it and slats from these, this iron cage kind of open so that you can see, and the Eiling looks directly at you and you hear him saying, What do you want? Wow. You are a fascinating thing. Uh, do you have legs? No, I float. And then you see a eye beam come out from its eye and hit against the cage. And you see like a, a force field warble around the cage. And Gilliam says, Terribly sorry about that. They're not very fond of visitors. And well, they haven't been adopted yet. And so I'm very glad to see that the force field works, though. We've had this eyeling since they were just a little one. Their mother was actually who we named the Lone Beholder Animal Shelter after. Though sadly, their parent was never adopted, and so it was a lone beholder. Kind of an anger on this one. They're kind of a a fixer upper of an animal. We can go look at the other animals if you'd like.
4: I'll tap on like the force field, like rather aggressively. I think it's cute. Did you see? I think it was trying to like send me something with with its eyes. I was trying to kill you.
1: <laughs> wow I
3: mean, He just kind of wrinkles her nose and goes When we said we were coming to visit Baby animals I was not expecting That thing
4: well, <laughs> go on pet it <laughs> I mean, No thanks You couldn't do that much damage could you A little thing like you My disintegration eye stock hasn't come in quite yet So I guess not
2: Grom, Maybe it just needs somebody to take care of it It could be nice or we could look at
3: the puppies.
4: Uh, let's go look at the puppies. We should look at the puppies.
2: Uh, we'll be back. Um,
0: uh, What's your name? You see all of its eyes look sadly to the ground.
4: They haven't given me a name yet. My owner is supposed to give me a name. Oh. Well, if I choose you, I'll name you Grom Two. Too. Please do not choose me! That's a terrible <laughs> name! <laughs> it, it, it is. It, it is indeed a terrible name. i turn towards the puppies, or start heading towards the puppies.
0: You go to the kennel that says puppies on it, and you actually notice that these two puppies are in the same cage kennel thing. So the blink puppy looks kind of... It has these massive paws. It looks like it's going to grow to be the size of a Great Dane. And the, the Cerebus puppy it has two heads currently. One of the heads is playing with the Blink puppy, and the other head is lapping up some food on the ground. Adorable.
4: I, I used to have a dog at home, you know.
3: Femia just points at the Blink puppy and goes, Aw, Grom, you could probably ride it. I don't,
4: I don't think so. Maybe when it's a bit bigger. Hello, little thing, and I'll go towards the Cerberus puppy and try to pet the one that's eating. It looks up at you
0: with the biggest puppy dog eyes, and it starts whining.
4: <coughs> <coughs> oh, you're just the cutest dog, squidget.
0: And you notice that in its dog bowl that it's completely empty. Like it just it finished the rest of its food, and this. Intelligence rating. So the Eiling has superior intelligence rating. Both of these dogs are clever, but
4: not beholder level genius. Do one of you have any food? I'm afraid I didn't bring anything.
2: I think Ephemia has an entire purse full of salted meats, if I remember correctly.
4: <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> Thank you, Ephemia.
2: And Ephemia just kind of
3: shrugs her shoulder just defeatedly and is like, eh, yeah, I guess I have some.
2: And- I didn't. I didn't understand why you were collecting oh. all of it and saving it but now i, I see, get it
4: i see you want a fair trade
2: it's for yeah. the less fortunate
4: and i'll take out one of my hand axes
2: for the meat
3: <laughs> ephemia just pulls out the meat begrudgingly and just hands it over to grom you can keep your axe for oh. now
4: thank you and i think she's warming up to me She's warming up and i'll uh <laughs> i'll go and <laughs> drop some of the jerky in the actually i'll put some jerky in the bowl but then I'll keep a little bit in my hand so that I can, like, I want to try to get it to eat out yeah, of Yeah,
0: all three of these dog heads are going to come up to you. What's your intelligence rating? Eight. <laughs> <laughs> you hear in your head. Hello, are you going to be my master? Yes,
2: it's me. down am here.
4: The, one of you, the dogs? Yeah,
2: here.
0: And then the, the, the blink dog shakes its head back and forth and flops its ears around. That's me. Sorry, I, I didn't realize you didn't
4: know who I was. I'll reach forward and and I'll hold out my hand while the other three are busy with the meat in the bowl.
0: Blink dogs have an intelligence score of 10, by the way. This dog is smarter than you. Wonderful. So,
1: oh, gross <laughs> <laughs> <roasting>, roasted. <laughs> How-
4: Hello, little thing. Um, do you have a name?
5: Not yet. I'm hoping that you give me one.
4: What does it look like?
0: It's tan all over, and it has pointy ears that almost look like devil horns, but they one flops down, and one is fully straight up, and it has huge paws, but it is about a foot tall currently. But the huge paws lets you know that this dog is probably going to be the size of a Great Dane when it gets older.
4: Mmm. What about Avery?
0: Um... That's fine by me, but do, do you have food where we're going?
4: Oh, yes. You, you see that lady over there? Oh. She has lots of
0: food the blink dog leaves you and walks over to Ephemia, and you hear in your head,
3: Hello, are you going to adopt me? is about to wig out, because she's just been watching Grom talk to this puppy out loud for like the last few minutes. I <laughs> was very confused.
2: <laughs> yeah, Zag <laughs> believes that Grom can communicate with all animals now.
3: is <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a sucker for dogs, so she obviously has never heard one talk inside her head, and she just kind of shakes her head and looks at it a little pointedly, and is like, Are you talking to me? Yeah. Hi.
0: My name might be Avery. It just depends on how this meeting goes. I haven't been adopted. You know, people think I'm scary because I can do this. She teleports from where she's standing to 10 feet away. (gasps) Where'd she go? And then she teleports back into her kennel.
2: (gasps) There she is.
3: Ephemia Gassman is just like...
2: You can teleport animals.
3: No, that was not me. That was the dog.
2: That was the dog? That was the dog. all you could do was burn people. To a crisp.
3: I can do that too, but not to those. I like animals.
2: Grom, I think you should get this one.
3: This one is really cute.
4: Well, I think it's settled. Avery, would you like to come with us?
0: Sure the old wood elf owner walks in as he hears your decision
3: five badland
0: credits a day is what it should cost you in order to take care of young avery here now she is quite a bit of a handful she's clever she's a little tricky but she should be very very dependable to you as soon as you well get her trained
4: wonderful how do i get her trained
0: At the beginning of the day, you'll just have to do some simple training with her and he hands you a packet of instructions on how to properly train this dog with a title page on the front that says how to train your blink dog and other fantastical ranger companions.
3: During this conversation, Ephemia had just like wandered over to the kennel and is just petting the puppy.
2: Avery is like, golly miss, thanks for petting behind my ears, but I'm really
3: hungry. So, um, if you want to give me some meat, that'd be great. Maybe he just grabs a full handful out of her purse <laughs> and, like, holds it out to this Wonderful. dog while smiling.
0: Avery happily starts chomping away on the food, knowing that you've made a great friend. As Gilliam is giving you this instruction packet, Grom, he also says, Avery is kind of jumpy. She has a emotional support gecko that would have to come with her if you are deciding to adopt her she's not very stable at the current time but i'm sure you could train that out of her
2: heavy breathing my zag yeah <laughs> i used to have a pet gecko back with my tribe this would be just like
4: back home with both of us i have a pet dog you have a pet gecko things are turning out zag wide-eyed zag's looking listening
0: do we have a deal then
4: oh yes do you need me to a uh,
0: shake your No, just just a simple finger prick here. And he holds out like a little needle and a piece of paper for you to put your thumb on. Oh, I tend to do it. You prick your finger and a little bead of blood kind of drips onto this paper and it seeps into the paper and disappears. And with that, you are now the proud owner of a blink puppy named Avery and its emotional support gecko. Are you both ready to go?
3: And at this point, Ephemia is just like, she'll feed herself a piece of the salted meat and then she'll reach in her purse and grab another one and hand it to the dog. And she's just been going back and forth doing this.
2: Does the gecko come out at this point? The gecko is on top of Avery's back. Zach's gonna go up and put his hand out and see if he can get the gecko to climb up onto his shoulder. Roll me an animal
0: handling check. 15. With a 15, the gecko smells the salted meats that are in the area and thinks that maybe you have some and crawls up onto your
2: arm. I will name you Goku. Goku. <laughs> Goku Gecko.
0: Okay. <laughs> you don't hear anything in your brain, unlike Avery. But Avery, you hear Avery walk over and say, Hi, um, I'm getting a little nervous. Can I have, what you say his name was? Goku. Can I have
2: Goku back, please?
0: Oh, okay. And Zach's going to take the gecko you, thank back. You. Avery starts wagging her tail. Because I'm an athlete,
4: my one of my starting items was a leather ball. I'm gonna just go and just, as I'm like looking through the rations, I'm gonna be just like oh, Avery, go get it and I'll just chuck it as far as I can.
0: And Avery goes and plays fetch with you for a little while. But as you're playing fetch, Grom, Sparkle approaches the rest of you three and says,
2: Corp is currently looking for you. Do you want me to send them a message?
3: Ephemia stands up really quickly and kind of goes over to meet him and is like, uh, no, no, uh, what do you mean a message? What kind of message? Hello is a message. <laughs>
2: that's true, that's true. Are, are we heading back there anyway?
5: We're thinking we want to play both sides, play both right? Play both sides. So that's where we're going? So I feel like we should go back, to like like, play like it's normal, not hide... Even go to see him and try to get another job.
4: Let them know that we have animals and we're on our way back.
5: <laughs> <laughs> dating servers. Uh, should they know we have animals? Why not? They're going to be a little bit hard to hide, I'm going to say, standing up from my all- chair. Also, are they not going to wonder where we got them?
2: From the zoo.
5: I mean, the Punchbowl is a very public event. People will definitely know that all the punch bowl members adopted an animal.
2: They said that all the fighters had to come knit one so it makes sense no
5: this okay. is a
3: win
2: guys we wanted grom to be more public right with his fighting
3: you're right you're right and phoebe is just kind of nervous about this whole being public thing at this point just starting to question a little bit about how we're going about this but she's still as in as she can be
5: i noticed that you're kind of nervous do you want to take my emotional support gecko goku for a little bit <laughs>
3: Aphemia kind of sighs and just smiles at the puppy and is like, okay, <laughs> just puts her arm out.
0: Goku immediately crawls onto your arm. Avery walks step and step with you. Are you guys heading back to Ascended Corp then? I say yeah.
3: Are they going to ask about why Sparkell is following us?
2: We asked Sparkell to take us to the zoo to get animals. Right, and Zach's going to do his double blink.
3: As much as that logic sounds realistic, um, I'm not so sure it will fly.
5: I am afraid that if you take me back to Ascended Corp, that they will decommission me and turn me into a cube. I have disobeyed orders. And they know that you disobeyed orders.
0: Well, Inferior has been closed for one hour two
5: minutes. Because of me, they know that my servers are offline. The city is in utter chaos. Oh, well that's going to make things more difficult.
2: I guess this is where we say goodbye then?
4: We have Spark and Minnie, so goodbye to you for now.
3: Well, we at least have to make sure she has a place to go where we can still
5: communicate with her.
2: Can she stay with War?
5: Yeah, I'm gonna turn to War and say, "Well, now that we're on a team, I think it's time you start picking up your own jobs." Yeah,
0: I was actually kind of hoping that Sparkel would stay with me. I put in a lot of work trying to corrupt her database in order to send out messages. I didn't necessarily think that you guys were just gonna take her and the animal. Nice animal, by the way. Good puppy. The best puppy well uh spark Elk can stay with me we'll go hide in the sewers i guess for a while or we'll be either in the sewers or around the zoo uh we'll be the people in mustaches so that people don't recognize who we are brilliant so can i count on you guys for going back and sabotaging whatever mission that ascended corp gives you next
1: of course of course all right
0: well then we have a deal
5: into the city in chaos.
0: You exit Gilliam's animal shelter and you notice that all of the cameras are offline. It seems that whatever sparkell did to get you guys out of inferior corrupted also the database of computers. And so looting is happening in the streets. People are starting fights in the streets. There are several centaurs who are using battering rams to
2: try and keep people back at bay in official police uniforms. Do we see anybody that we can stop and ask anything to? Like, could we could we stop somebody and ask them like what is going on? Roll me a luck check. Nineteen. Nineteen! Somebody runs up to
0: you and is like, yeah! It's loot city! What's happening? Why is it loot city? The cameras are down, the mainframes! Ascendant Corp is no more! Rise
3: of the rebellion! Wait, are you saying Ascendant Corp? is just suddenly gone?
4: I thought this was Greyhaven. This is Greyhaven.
3: But
0: Greyhaven's run by Ascended Corpse Database. They're watching. They're no longer watching. And he picks up a brick and he throws it into a shop window and starts, like, taking TVs
5: out of it. (laughs) I'm going to turn to the party and say, well, if we want to get Ascended Corpse Trust, then there's only one thing to do. And that's Go right to them. We can't look suspicious. They don't know where we've been. Luckily, they haven't known where we've been, but if we were really on their side, I feel like we'd be offering to help right now. That's what
2: I you say s- we do. We play both sides, then let's go.
0: Hey! So you guys make it back to ascended corp and the receptionist hoists you in the elevator. She has to hoist you the entire way since <laughs> the system is down, and so she uses the rope pulley system in order to raise you to the very top floor.
4: Like a thousand pounds as she's just like <laughs>
2: Can I Can I Can I give her a quick touch on the shoulder and guidance on the way? Yeah,
0: in? of course. <laughs> she pulls you to the very top with relative ease. You could see that as she's lifting you through this elevator, that her arms are absolutely absolutely jacked (laughs) and so (laughs) you get to the top and you see avani mech is smiling and her eyebrow is twitching as you guys open up the elevator doors avani you seem stressed baby i am
3: actually a little a little worried i was i didn't think we would see you again and uh femia steps forward and goes avani what has happened to the
5: city yeah anything we can do to help We're, we're we're not really sure what's going on
3: we are
0: looking for our main database robot. Her name is Sparkle.
4: Oh, I like
5: Sparkle.
0: Oh, you know of her. Have you seen her within the last 24 hours?
5: I look yeah, at the, I have I, her I, here. <laughs> hands the Sparkle Nano. I shoot the most fiery, afraid look over at Grom, and then when he whips out Sparkle <laughs> Nano, I like like, <laughs> like like, I try not to, but I make an audible sigh of relief. That is
0: not the SparkL that we need. The SparkL that we need was the main bartender at Inferior. And well, we thought that hiding in plain sight was a good idea, but she's gone. And we don't know where her database is. We don't know where to go with, like, our cameras are down. Everything is, all systems are down right now.
4: That sounds like trouble. But have you met Avery? And I'll, I'll point to... You. I see you didn't
0: notice the No Pets Allowed sign. That's all right. I'll make an exception. Oh,
4: fighters have to have them now as part of their like, a, a mascot for us. So it's okay.
1: <laughs> for, for what?
4: Uh, for the punch bowl. Her eyebrow like
0: raises entirely and she says, The punch bowl.
4: Yeah, there's a zoo that they, they are giving money to the punch bowl and they are giving each of the fighters a pet. And this one's mine. Her name is Avery.
3: Aphemia is just giving, like, death glare eyes while still trying to fake a smile and staring at Grom. <laughs> like, get it together.
0: <laughs> Avani says, well, thank you for that wonderful information. She presses a button on her desk that casts message and she says to the receptionist downstairs, hello, we seem to be having a teensy bit of a misunderstanding with the animal shelter lone beholder zoo if you could just pop down there and take care of a situation that i will send you more details of on your rune crystal phone thank you so very much have a wonderful day ascended corp and um, the person says, "Of course," and then uh, hangs
4: up. The, the, the animals uh, aren't very nice. They're oh not yes, I'm don't sure. Have to worry. I,
0: uh, of course, we, we're not worried about the animals
5: here. <clears throat> Aside from the animals, um, we're really just concerned with what we can do to help you. Oh, wonderful! Well.
0: Problems aren't just happening in Greyhaven. You know, Greyhaven actually is relatively taken care of. However, there is a rebellion going on in Grom, the Mithril Mines, where you used to work. A rebellion where there are three main people who aren't thinking about their co-workers' jobs and are gaslighting the rest of the company workers into believing that Ascended Corp is an evil corporation. How absurd. Word on the street is that these three mine workers even align themselves with the cult of the skull.
2: These dang cult of the skull. Did, did, did they learn the secret?
0: I'm secret. sure I don't know what you're talking about, Grom.
2: Oh, what?
4: What if? What if I went and talked to them? What if I? If oh. I,
0: That is exactly what I was hoping. I was hoping the four of you could talk to them and convince them to stop praising Orcus, bring them back to Ascended Corp, and we would absolutely love to take care of
3: that. Ephemia just kind of narrows her eyes a little bit and goes, what do you mean by take care of that? All people who serve Orcus must be taken to justice. That's what happens to people who serve Orcus? Yes. You can promise that to me? Of course. Okay, then. And she just kind of nods and like acts like everything's fine.
5: <laughs> Avani, I I would just like to mention this is this is a really big difference from our previous jobs.
0: You're moving up in the company. Don't yeah. you want more serious positions?
5: Oh, absolutely. I, I totally agree. Um I'm just wondering if if there's a labor shortage, I, I don't know. I guess I'm just curious um why us?
0: Well, You are the most able-bodied people that are disposable at the moment because...
2: Wait a second.
0: Yes. Deposable? (laughs) Disposable because the entirety of Ascended Ascendant Corporation is currently taking care of Greyhaven. You are kind of like a, a bonus. You're the bonus team. The disposable ones. Well, disposable in the eyes of Greyhaven's team of guards that are trying to get the team back up and running. You don't have anything to do here in Greyhaven. Everything is taken care of.
5: I guess we'll be on our way, and we'll accomplish our task as soon as we can. You know what? You guys have been doing such
3: a great job. I
0: think it's time for a pay raise. How does 2,000 Badland credits sound for this job?
3: Ephemian nods and just kind of smiles a little bit and goes, It sounds like it could be sufficient for now.
4: But you have to pay for our train there and back. (laughs) Wonderful, wonderful. And she hands each of you a
0: train pass that uh, has a lifetime subscription on this train pass
2: that you don't have to
0: pay. And she says, I hope to be hearing the report from you first thing tomorrow morning.
2: So as we're maybe on the elevator down, um, Zag was relatively quiet during that entire encounter because I don't think he's ever mentioned to anybody else, but he actually lived in the Mithril Mines at one point, and it was a very dark unhappy experience for him and he is not looking forward to to going back and he's gonna at least whisper to grom grom i don't really know about going back to those mines
4: oh are fine i know them like the back of my hand
2: lots of good folk over
4: there i'm sure they just need a talking to okay if
2: if you say so
4: Why, why don't you like the mithril mines
2: we spent a little bit of time there um when i was younger and it was it was just not a good experience at all um the driders and uh there was a they, they worshipped somebody who did who, who was in charge i can't remember the name right now but they did not treat us well when we lived there and it's just somewhere i thought i'd never have to go back to
4: i've heard stories of creatures and things before but i don't think it's it's that dangerous i, I think we should be okay. okay
5: okay we'll be back before you know it we have to be back for grom's fight anyway you're exactly.
4: right one week Right, Grom? One week. One week.
2: Okay, let's go.
0: So you guys are heading to the Greyhaven Rune Rail station. We're going to pan out... And I believe that is where we're going to end our session for the night. My name is Cade, the host and dungeon master of this Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition adventure. And I'm joined here by the players to my left. Alec playing Zag. Mason playing Grom.
3: Marissa playing Athemia
5: And Brooklyn playing Celine.
0: Thank you for joining us. We're so excited for these coming episodes. I've been really excited to see how the party is going to handle knowing that there's a lot of moral gray area with lots of the corporations that they're working with. Go on over to patreon.com forward slash knocked if you want to hear the Talked Prone where we discuss everything that went on in the last few episodes. And for as little as $2 a month, you can help support our show and make it that much better. And we hope that you remember when life knocks you flat on your back, all you got to do is keep rolling and we hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.
1: Okay, here's how Miro works. See, it's amazing.
3: What's everyone doing at David's desk? Ever since marketing started using Miro's collaborative online whiteboard, he thinks all our other teams should sign up. Why? He says Miro's making his meetings disappear. And if every team gets on it, that means even less meetings. They're using Miro for brainstorms, mind maps, customer research. So could we use Miro instead of having another hundred meetings for every round of feedback? Yep. You can comment, react to ideas, even leave a recording on the board. And what about presentations? There are Miro templates for that. How do you know so much about Miro? I've actually been using it all along. I just used a Miro board to plan the best vacation.
2: Okay, I'm on
3: board.
1: See how Miro users save up to 80 hours every year by meeting less and doing more? Get on board at Miro.com with three boards free forever. That's M I R O.com.